0: The More Better Podcast. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the More Better Podcast. Pew, two, 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 two. Pew, okay. Pew. So um we only got two dates uh for you guys to get yep. tickets to is the 21st and 22nd. We're doing the last first night of the year. That's right. Uh until we do the next first night mm-hmm. uh in January. So <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is the last fast time of the year So get yeah. your tickets Yeah, You know Because if you guys want to see me Want to see Kam Want to see Jackie We're yeah. going to be there It's going to be a very intimate setting So you guys are going to have a good time yeah. Right yeah. Jackie all good? All good We're all good Okay That's today right. is a very special episode Because I have with me Two guests Yes Right first of all I wanted to get one guest And then like a a, a, a more prolific guest yeah. Showed up And I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like I can't get rid of the other guest I'm like I can't get rid of the other guest But, guests, you, but so- you
1: got rid or come. Yeah <laughs>
0: Because see, as comedians, we're very used to the idea of getting bumped. You mm, know, man. so mm. somebody's got to get bumped. Yep. You know, and I'm not bumping Rishi because Rishi is my day one. That's right. Yeah. Right? But come yes, should be very honoured because the person that bumped him today mm. is none other than the
2: legendary Verdas. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. But yeah. Aren't,
2: you, aren't you guys used to the fact that you're expecting one Indian and two shows up? <laughs> <laughs> like, is it, isn't that what we do? Just um, we showed yeah? up late yeah.
4: Moment, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. A little bit.
2: I don't know how long you've been in Singapore but we have a quota for these
0: things. Yeah, yeah. And we have exceeded the Indian yeah. quota. We are actually taking yeah. a risk yeah. recording yeah. this app. Jackie that, Jackie has never experienced this before being a minority. She mm. has never experienced <laughs> this in his life. You know? So so this is a very new experience. My mom
1: us. is a Chinese yeah. lady uh, that grew up in Indonesia. So Mine she t- went through all of that. Hold <laughs> on. No, I'm gonna move these things.
3: <laughs> like, um, okay
1: right. so, you, so does it feel any different to be a minority in a room? But I'm um, but I have been minorities in the room before. I worked on set of a Malay drama once. That was not nice. But here right now with two Indian men, I like it. And the only time
0: he picked up the language was in jail. You see, (laughs) (laughs) on the
1: set, didn't
0: bother learning.
1: No, you never went to jail. I never (laughs) went to to jail. jail. You never will, bro. That's one of my (laughs) biggest regrets. I wish I could say
2: that. I just (laughs) 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 can't. and we're off. We're off. No, so at this
0: point, like how much of don't give a fuckness do you need to have in your system to keep doing this and listen to all that noise online,
2: I uh, I don't listen to it anymore. Like uh, I'm unapologetically shutting that shit out. Really, you know what I mean? Because it's you know you won't grow right if if you if you second guess every yeah like. Uh, I was thinking about this, other I don't think human beings are designed to know what everybody thinks of us.
0: Of course. You know, like course. our
2: bodies are not meant for that shit. Okay. And uh, when you start performing to anything, I think above like 50 people, mm-hmm. you already know what the room thinks of you and that's more than your body can take anyway. Yeah. So I'm not listening to like comments and all of that stuff. It's, yeah. uh, you know, it's, uh, I, I hate to, I mean, I hate to quote Louis C.K. because who does that? But… <laughs> You know but uh, He said something He's like If the opinion of somebody online Who's never gonna come see your show Affects you To the point where somebody Who's gonna pay money to come and see you You're even 5% less At Mm. the show Because somebody else affected you You're being unprofessional Mm. Right So it's it's your job to have like The best mind Best voice Best you know Mental Mm. state of mind When people come to your show And if you're letting some random guy affect you you're being unprofessional as a comic, which so what, I thought was that's clear. You know what I mean. What do you do to block that out? Because like at some some somebody at your level, the the comments
0: and and the feedback will come in in waves. Like you know, yeah, yeah. so 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 for us to have like the no- notifications on TikTok or notifications on 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 any kind of social media platform, we will inevitably read one or two.
1: Yeah, yeah, and so, once I read one or two. I go into that hole. Yes. It's mm. like I slide in. Well, yeah.
4: Okay. Well, has, you still do use social media to post. Stuff, For sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I heard someone say this once you know, you post and ghost. Like you just leave what you want to.
0: Rishi's been no listen. Rishi's been on this whole. Go- okay, you. Post and Ghost has you know, just No, 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 no. He, just, no, no, no. No. He, yeah, he just downloaded Instagram. But I to point <laughs>
2: out we started by quoting Louis CK <laughs> <laughs> and Joe Rogan. Like this is this is where the podcast Bro, is Bro, you right need now. to yeah.
0: stop trying to be this profound guy, Rishi. This like is honestly, not profound. Post okay, and Ghost is tell Veer what you told us before we started recording. Okay, he's, oh, yeah. go, he's gonna get this. He's right? gonna yeah. get this. Okay, yeah. listen, this is the most Veer, this is the most profound thing that's ever come out of this. It's not
4: profound, but you know, it's an epiphany like because we were talking <laughs> about, how <laughs> dude. I love a
2: bit. Please. Yes. Yeah. Please go on, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. I said, You must be willing to play the cards you are dealt <laughs> <Yeah. sure>. until <laughs> mm. you are ready to change the game. Oh. Hey, man, hey, hey,
2: you know, because life's a game. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, like, you know, I'm just picturing somebody at like a blackjack table. <laughs> and he's just like reverse uno bitch and everybody's like yeah. what? this is not yeah. the game uh, <laughs> you get to the point Wait, where you so the wrong... good
4: with the cards that you've got that you know you start playing a new game and now people have to play by your yeah, own and you... that's not unlike what Veer has done right okay think about it this way like you you uh, we, we you were trying just to got... get
0: back up from the bigger no, indie no, comedian
4: just... <laughs> was telling me about all the Bollywood movies of yours he watched so yeah, right. hey you're one of five people who've seen my Bollywood work so that's, that's great thank you yeah, yeah. No, but you you also had to, you know, start yeah. doing things that you, yeah, maybe you didn't always want to do.
2: Not at all wanted to do. Yeah. Like it, it was in a world where, you know, there's no Netflix, there was no Amazon, there was no YouTube. So the yeah. only way to get people to come and see you mm-hmm. was to do some movie where you had no control over what the movie was, mm. just so that people would know, oh, a guy exists and his name is Virdas or his name is whatever, and we're gonna go go see him when he does a stand-up comedy show. Yeah. yeah. But like Had had a Netflix or a YouTube existed when I was starting to sign Mm. Bollywood work? 99% 99% of the things hmm. that anybody who's my age had to do we wouldn't have done and yeah. we had those opportunities and you, you
4: know? even had to, I read the story that you were telling once about how you had to literally go and put a free copy of your DVD around yeah. various video libraries yeah so wow. that someone what would DVD is, up. is a
2: stand-up DVD or yeah so uh, like I I was like okay I'm gonna be an actor right because yeah. uh, because yeah. you can decide these things of and it will happen <laughs> <laughs> right? uh, so
4: I was like am uh, you gonna a... so you're dealt yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hey Stop right. trying
1: oh, to okay. push this shit okay. bro, Stop trying to push it Jeez. It's already
4: the title Of this episode Play the cards you are dealt The cards you are dealt <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Until you're ready To change the uh, game
2: So I'm like I'm going to be an actor So I showed up at like You know this place called Aramnagar in Mumbai Which is where all the auditions happen Yeah yeah, yeah. And uh, can I cuss on this podcast Yeah can yeah, I yeah, fuck yeah Fucking everybody Was six foot two And just gorgeous Like these men Who were built and ripped And I'm Chisel like so jaw. Yeah and I'm like yeah, I'm yeah. never gonna make it In, mm. in this line Yeah So, I spent my life savings on producing like a stand-up DVD. Mm. I filmed a show. Was there stand-up
0: in in India? A little
2: bit. In Hindi. But English, there were like three of us doing it, right? Okay. And so, I called it Viragra. Because, you know, everybody Mm. loves puns. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But I I designed it so that it looked like it belonged in a DVD library. Like it could stand up next to like, whatever. Face off or, you know, something like that. And then I went to every DVD library where I knew directors rented movies from. And I gave them 10 free copies. Oh. and then that went to Amir Khan got me that movie like that went to a bunch of Bollywood actors yeah. and they were like this kid's funny hold on Amir Khan got you that movie uh, th- that DVD got me an audition at Amir Khan Productions alright oh, because then- everybody
0: knows Amir Khan can take a
2: joke yeah, so- yeah, 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 yeah. well yeah uh, he can produce one but he can't uh, <laughs> you know so yeah
0: yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, he box and cuts like a motherfucker, man. That guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In that Dungal film, we're talking about the same American. No, yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Oh thank God, dude. I was just almost close
2: call. <laughs> dude, so, Dungal is legit, like I, I respect what he did in terms of he could have gotten uh, thin first and fat second. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> And he yeah. was like, No, if, if I'm thin first, fat second, I'll never lose the weight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he was like, I'll do fat first. Yeah. Then all of you fucking sit on your ass and wait for me to lose weight yeah. for five months or four months. He made them wait because Amir Khan. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then lost the weight so that he'd end the movie fit, mm. which right. is a baller way to go about it. Because yeah, yeah, I would have just stayed fat for like five <laughs> movies after that. You know what I mean?
0: Dude, I want to ask you, right? So since you've become like, since during the time where you were promoting this stand up yeah. uh, DVD, I think at every point of a stand-up comic when he has to choose between like doing the movies and doing the series as opposed to like staying on stage and doing stand-up. There's not necessarily a a possibility for you to be able to do both sometimes in the same equal energy. Giving the same equal energy, right? You kind of have to give uh, to one. And was there ever a point in your life where you were like, I need to chase the the, the visibility and the fame through
2: one channel more than the other. Did it? Oh, yeah, man. You you gotta... Everybody's entitled to lose themselves in a little bit of fame, right? Yeah. It's a very strange thing. And then, if you're really a comedian, you'll figure out that shit is in your way. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, And it's a barometer for how much of a comedian you are. But... Definitely everybody... Like if you are ever famous... For any reason... Mm-hmm. You're entitled to like... Two years of like... Sunglasses in the airport... And like you know... <laughs> like five guys who... You know... We crashed movies. in his first year right now... Is <laughs> in his first
0: year right now... Oh, <laughs> so, he never wore denim jackets before this... I'm yeah. letting you know... This guy has lost his way.
4: I also just did like... Free theatre for two weeks... Okay so I'm <laughs> still keeping it real... Okay so, so good, you were
2: saying... So you're entitled to do that... Yeah... And then... You'll write a show as a comic, and the show will be shit. And a a crowd will not care about how big your star is. Mm -hmm. They're just Mm -hmm. going to whoop the shit out of you because you're not funny enough. Yeah. Right? And then you realize, oh, I I need to have real interactions with people Mm -hmm. and this is a block Mm -hmm. between me and real people. So, yeah, for sure. But I think what's amazing that's happened in the last sort of four or five years is like two things, right? Number one, this like… because of recent events in my life and recent yeah. controversies and all of that yeah, stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah. Which is the most recent, can I ask? Is it the two, <laughs> it's, it's, is it the two India's it's one? the two India's, right? Okay, but it's the two India's one. Because yeah. of
2: that, my fan base is touched with the youngest it's ever been, right? So mm. if you come yeah. to my show right now, mm. it's like… It used to be like 25 to 35, 25 to 40. Mm. It's now 18 to 25 wow. is like 60% of the audience, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. That generation… Smells bullshit a mile oh, fuck away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? fuck yeah! Right? Yeah. And if you're even slightly inauthentic, they will fucking butcher you. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So those guys look at half the Bollywood stars and they're like, "What the yeah. fuck is this? There's nothing. There's yeah. not yeah. damn thing that's no, authentic about nothing. this. Yeah, uh, yeah. About this, right? Yeah. And yeah. the the strategy used to be, oh, a Bollywood hero mm-hmm. uh, was somebody who could stand with like great music and great lighting Mm -hmm. and music would play and a girl would. Now you do that on Instagram reels every day, no matter who the fuck you are. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So you peek behind the curtain, right? Yeah, yeah. So there's no novelty in that.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: So now they're like, give me something real. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like comedians have been waiting for the longest time for who we are to be valued. So Mm -hmm. all the shit that you were chasing. Yeah. uh, Which you thought would be a gateway to fame. Yeah suddenly became a deterrent to fame yeah mm-hmm. you know which was the entourage or the great wardrobe yeah. or the great social media game uh, or the agency uh, yeah. all of that stuff now prevents you from being marketable mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just like you struggling to open a can or something and being real makes you more marketable than anything else so the game
4: changed man the game changed
2: yeah. do, you, do you, man shut
0: up man, shut up. man.
4: In, I know he's coming no. in
0: talking about like you know all these things that you do for fame you know no, like, like and I'm like oh, have you thought about like hosting company DDs? Yeah. like this no, guy really. still does that I, I, shit. I mean,
4: here's what I'm saying right. I'm saying do you do you feel like the what do you feel changed it though? I mean is it what social media social alone? media man okay for
0: sure. and you, the pandemic. Do you hmm. feel this way? I feel like now is uh, quite quite a um, uh, a good time for you to be a comedian hmm. uh, because we just passed the the extremely PC era. Of, of uh humans, you know? Like, yeah. I feel like there was a time that was, there the many years, maybe 10 over years where people were like very PC, can't say this, can't say that, can't say this, can't say that. So now yeah. the new generation that comes up going like, oh, this is the norm and it's very normal for the youth to want to go against the norm. So they're like, fuck it, I'm going to say the words that you don't allow me to say. I'm going to talk about the premises that you don't allow me to talk about. And the more um, absurd it sounds, the more it resonates with them because of the authenticity behind it.
2: Well, I, look, I, I think it's it's a thing to say that comedy is kind of punk again, right? Oh, uh, yeah. a, a lot of comics you'll find saying something I'm like I'm
0: so glad that. you said punk. I was going to say that. but, yeah, <laughs> but, uh,
2: but Like, I, I do think the pendulum, like, it's swung in a very censored PC kind of way. Yeah. And then it, it swings back to an almost reckless, offensive kind of a way as well. And it will peter out, but you do have to have some sort of, like, you have to earn your edge Mm. Or you have to justify your edge yeah. with some sort of intelligence as well. Mm.
3: You yes, know, like true, like you definitely. can't,
2: like, it, uh, we're all over five years in comedy, right? Mm. Uh, um, so mm. in in the mm. second year of, of comedy, we're all trying to be Bill Burr, right? So mm. we're, we're all just like, uh, I killed a cat today for no yeah. reason, right? Yeah, like yeah, in some, yeah, yeah, some yeah. open mic or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you're just trying yeah. to be edgy to see if you are able to be edgy. Yeah. I don't think you get to do that anymore. Oh. Mm. You know, so I think now, edge without... Uh, purpose or Purpose something. or a different take mm. Or a different uh, lens uh, Is more troublesome Than no edge Yeah yeah Because it, it, the, the intention shines through It's like you're, you're just being edgy Just to be edgy Yeah and people can smell it man yeah, Like yeah, if yeah. you don't have a, a, a genuine premise to your edge mm. yeah, you No know. gentlemen you're safe
1: but you know I'm, I'm very safe yeah. But that's, that's the thing like, I, I think Having to justify your age Is a very good problem Because a lot of the new guys Come out And they're just Talking about drugs Talking about killing people dead, dead babies and shit like that But you just You just hate it Because you're like Who who are you? Like there's no It's not justified Yeah That's, yeah, a, that's it's, an it's, important question you, you just question, feel right? Who are
4: you? That's an important question that you know you get asked very early in mm. your career. Mm. Right? Like, what are your cards? <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. This what just, did you deal you? <laughs> <laughs> what, what were the cards yeah. <laughs> True story. The first ever open mic I did at the the comedy store in LA. Right. It was a mm-hmm. three minute spot. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I, of course, as you know, I was like a year and Wait, a half into comedy.
0: So you did LA first.
4: I did. Uh, this was the same trip uh, in right, tw- right. Uh, two years into comedy. I went to do uh, New York and LA and yeah, all that. Yeah. Sure. Uh, and I was, of course, mm. trying to do as many jokes as I could in yeah, three minutes, right? And then the booker comes up. He's like, you're the kid from Singapore. I'm like, yeah. He's like, okay. A lot of people can do jokes in three minutes. But we're not looking for someone who can do the most jokes in three minutes. We're looking for the people who can show us who they are. Who they are, yeah. In three minutes. Yeah. And that was… An epiphany yeah because
2: at the it's end like of a show too
4: two yeah. epiphanies yeah
2: do I feel like I know you mm. yeah and that's that's an important thing right anybody and, can be funny anybody yeah. no, but anybody can can sing a song anybody yeah. can dance well yeah. do you know the artist at the end of the show do you feel like you know something about them that leads to more career longevity than I think anything else like uh, uh I mean Mike burbiglia mm. right for instance right, right. right I feel like a guy like that irrespective of where comedy goes, whether it's edgy, whether it's uh, alt, whether it's this, a guy like that will always have a a flourishing career because of how much he puts himself into a performance. Yeah. Yeah. There's still enough jokes, there's still enough bang for your buck, there's still enough Mm -hmm. laughs. Mm -hmm. But you feel like you know a new phase in this guy's life every time you see him perform. Yeah. So I like that. Yeah. Whether you like storytelling or not. Whether you uh-huh. like more joke formats or not. Mm. You cannot deny that you know this performer and who he is mm. at his core. Mm. At the end of it. Pete Holmes is another guy that I really yeah, love man.
0: watching. Like, it's very genuine and, and, and authentic. Yeah. Shit. yeah. Do you ever feel like at some point where you were trying some things uh, with stand-up and people were laughing and people, were, you know, they, they, they resonated with your thing but you were saying things because you made people laugh and at some point, you kind of like, yeah, I'm doing this but then I'm not really… I, 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 you sort of like got caught in this character that you have built around the success that you've got if, if that makes sense. Well, like,
1: that's a know. very specific question though. Are, are you going through that right no, 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 now? No, no, no. Listen,
0: <laughs> listen, listen, listen. So, 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 so… No, no, listen. This is, you uh-huh. know, it's not every day I get to talk to successful comics. I
4: know. So, i know. just… <laughs> Yeah, you haven't called me in a while, bro. (laughs) (laughs) What's up with
0: that? (laughs) So so do you feel like, all right, I've done this and it's worked, right? But now I'm trapped in this because I don't want to do this anymore. So at what point in your career did you feel like you had to make that switch or change? And did you lose fans along the way?
2: Yeah, I mean, the room will get smaller as you start to hone yourself a little bit more or larger. Like, you know, uh, Mm. I I my first Netflix special, a broad understanding is I, I cannot watch it. Simply because it's so much like nervous energy and it's so performative and all of that stuff. And I'd done that for the the six years before that, Mm -hmm. you know. Uh, And then I did a special called Vidas for India where Mm. I just sat down, Mm. right? I'm like, let me take everything that a comedian loves and take it away from myself. yeah, Mm. Right, so took away fancy wardrobe, Mm. uh, took away the ability to walk. Mm. Took away fancy stage, no set. Took away generic jokes and made them about specific thematic stuff, etc. That kind of changed my energy. But then,
0: Mm.
2: what really changed life for me was the pandemic. Right. Where during the pandemic, I did this series called 10 on 10. Oh my God. On YouTube. I was
1: was watching that in my office. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So
2: that was literally like taking a speaker and a microphone in my own hand, hiking up a, a half an hour hill, mm. uh, putting it on in the in the daylight, in the middle of a forest in a <laughs> stage. The only people who are there are risking COVID and like really love stand up. Right. And then in a setting like that, you can't be like, my wife talks too much. They'd be like, fuck you. Yeah, 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 you you know, like, <laughs> What have you ever noticed? Yeah. Oh. What is up with like, they'd be like, are you serious? I just <laughs> hiked up a fucking hill. <laughs> so you can do this shit, you know? So ah. then you have to push yourself, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And, and then you don't even know if stand-up will ever happen again. Mm. There'll yeah. ever be a scene again. So you're like, let me just say, and it's COVID, so you can't get arrested. Like nobody's getting yeah, arrested because right? yeah. everybody's at home. Yeah. So the, the, the law and order aspect of it goes away. So I'm like, let me really push myself. Mm. This was the beginning point of COVID. Is it? Is yeah. it the beginning point?
0: It was be- way before they started whipping motherfuckers with a cane. Yeah, like <laughs> outside. Yeah. Like you, no, know, you,
4: know, just- you also did the the Zoom special. But I mean, just- the Zoom special yeah. was for charity, right? But right. but on
2: that, mm. it's a really strange thing. Like uh, my manager, his name is Reg, and we were talking about it. He's like, man. And it's something about the world today as well. He's like what three Netflix specials couldn't do for you. Mm. Five YouTube videos mm. with did. fifty people in attendance. Yeah, did. Wow. Do you know what I mean? Like the yep. three Netflix specials maybe twenty thousand people attended those Netflix specials and those live shows, right? Yeah. Because the first show was in a stadium. He's like, yeah. literally a crowd of three hundred people over these YouTube videos has. Wow. Move the needle more in your career than all of this stuff that you do.
1: Yeah, done. but those YouTube videos is nothing like you've like anything you've ever seen. Those three Netflix specials you did. Yeah. There are a million other Netflix specials out yeah, there like exactly. that yeah. it's being mm-hmm. compared mm-hmm. to. But those ten on ten videos, that's is incredible. This guy is literally doing stand-up in the forest. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've never seen anything like that. That was that, that really like, Open my mind to what stand-up could be even more. Well, mm. I'm going to yeah. try
2: and finish them this year. I only did five. yeah. Oh. And I'm going to… Like for 2023, the resolution is to do five more. Uh, but now the- you can have a crowd. But is it still going to be a hike? It's gonna, still going to be outdoors. <laughs> uh, still going to be uh, in… Like I might do one in London when I go now. Uh, right. Because right. I mean the the five were about <laughs> freedom of speech, mm-hmm. religion, death… Um, What else were they about? The Fall of the West mm-hmm, and uh, Cancel Culture.
4: Fall of the West with the dishes and yeah, the yeah. <laughs> And <laughs> so, so
2: now I think the new one will be about war. So right. I'm going to try and write about war. You put a lot of thought in… And, and, and I
0: can see that. You, that There's, there's um, a lot of thought in, 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 in a bit whenever you write a bit. Like it's never like one bit, a premise and then a punchline and that's it. I always notice like three, four tags yeah, like I try to along come with it, yeah. it, right? So is your
2: process with a room of writers or is it a self uh, no I write every word that I do stand up myself right? yourself so, yeah so there's no writing involved uh, for stand up if I'm doing a fiction show or something like that then I'll right. work with writers but stand up is me man uh, so do you then go to the comedy clubs to also yeah, run like, these jokes and yeah. is there enough
0: are there enough rooms in India
2: no no <laughs> so uh, so I spend like 3 months a year 4 months a year at the comedy cellar in New York you oh know? And so, like when I told the States, I told the States four months a year, five Mm -hmm. months a year sometimes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm somewhere in the States doing a theater or doing, you know, a a run. Right. But Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm at the cellar in New York. So you work Mm -hmm. the hour in New York? In New York. Because it's a diverse crowd. Mm -hmm. They don't fuck around. Mm -hmm. They're a great comedy crowd. Mm -hmm. They're watching Chappelle on the same night as you. They're watching somebody else on the same night as you. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you also realize like how healthy a bomb is. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I've seen at the cellar or at the comedy store, you will see the biggest comedians in the world bomb. come in with five new minutes yeah. and bomb. Yeah. And then you start realizing, oh, it's not an ego thing. That's a necessary part of my job yeah. mm-hmm. to go up with five minutes that suck, have an audience slap me around, teach mm-hmm. me where the gaps are and mm-hmm. have to rewrite it every night mm. so that it gets good. Mm. Yeah. You know? Like sometimes I feel like if you write on the road and you do thousand seat a thousand seat or thousand seat yeah. or whatever... Yeah. You can squeeze in five new minutes there. Yeah. But you'll never really find out if that's a terrible five new minutes. <laughs> because the people love
0: yeah. you and they're going to laugh anyway. Exactly. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But
2: at the cellar, nobody knew you were coming. Mm. If it's yeah. a sucky five,
4: it's a sucky five. Exactly. You'll find out.
0: Yeah. Is is LA more brutal than New York? Is New York the more brutal? New York's scene? more brutal. New York's LA, more... Yeah.
4: It feels like New York is the more like real comedy crowd because they've seen so much. LA just feels like a lot of people wanting to get series and movies yeah. and you mm. know, trying to get films mm. and stuff.
2: Like LA did they, they, like New York comics have just seen like a guy jacking off on the subway and a rat yeah. and like you know. Yeah, like yeah, 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 And yeah, yeah, people yeah. just got like a vitamin infusion and like fucking <laughs> some facial or something like you know, so the turmeric so latte around so the corner. You,
0: so if, if I'm right to say is that you 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 write the whole premise of the hour and then you test it out and you practice it in New York for about a couple of months. And then when you have a new when 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 that hour is sort of done for after a couple of months, then you start touring the show.
2: Yeah, but okay, this is gonna sound like artsy, so I'm sorry. But okay. uh, like, to me, a, a special begins with, like, a, a core feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, a, yeah. a core emotion that is the soul yeah. Yeah. of a special, right? Mm. And w- when you get into, like, like how many comics do you know who are great 15-minute comics?
0: Oh, yeah. And Every the, single
2: one. <laughs> <laughs> but the minute you give them 25 minutes, you're like, oh, ah. I don't know if I can watch you for 25 mm. minutes. There That's aren't that, enough dynamics, right? right? Yeah. Because mm. like, an hour-long special or show mm. is a piece of cinema. Yeah, you know there is an opening. There are three acts to it. There are. Yeah. There's a plateau. There is a moment of silliness. There is a moment mm. of discomfort. You you figure that mm-hmm. shit out. But mm-hmm. all of that has to represent like one core emotion that it comes from. So when I start thinking like, okay, that's it. Yeah. You know, um, like for Vedas for India was let me tell you about my house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah. for the new special that's coming out, it's uh, what is the name of the new special? Uh, it's for called the- Landing. Landing. And okay. it's. Uh, largely about so I, I did a speech called The Two Indias right yes and uh, yes. Uh, everybody thought I was gonna get into some major trouble
0: I mm. don't understand how though like you I were mean, so we, in the middle with that you yeah, know? yeah but
2: uh, it's about the flight home wow. when oh. you when you've been charged with all these things <laughs> oh my god and you're going home which yeah. is your notion of home yeah mm. and what do you think will happen to you when you land and will it still be home Wow. Right so Oof. the theme of the show is, wherever you live in the world, can I take you home? Mm. What is the central feeling of home? What does it mean to feel like you're at home somewhere right uh, And it's about a conversation with an air hostess on that flight home. That's the central theme now it's that's like 10 percent of the show otherwise yeah. it's a it's, yeah. A, yeah. a it's a stand-up comedy special, yeah. right but that's the narrative and the core feeling of the mm. show mm. Mm. Um, and just kind of what that what
4: that learning was. This is yeah. something you directed yourself. I directed myself. Yeah. First, wow. your first special that you're directing yourself?
2: Well, uh, the uh, Vivdas for India, I co directed, right. but this is my first one that I
4: directed myself. Yeah. So, yeah. How, I mean, was, was the experience different having to do it? It was on great, man, because yeah. we shot yeah. it in New
2: York. Mm. Uh, my DP is Indian. Mm. Uh, his name is Jay Oza. He shot mm. Gully Boy, which oh, is a wow. great movie. Kavi <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, is uh, my co creator on everything that I do. Yeah. Akash, you know, Yeah, from yeah your yeah. Address, yeah who yeah, produces yeah. all my toes. So, four brown boys went to the States and had a white crew of 85 people running around for a great. You know what I mean? So, so, it was… Uh, it's great, man. I, think I, I don't know how uh, it is. I'm very close to it. So, yeah. we'll see. Yeah, you've you know? always been someone that also loves to give back to
0: comedians and give comedians like opportunities such as…
2: More so recently than before. I think I kind of went off on my journey for a bit and yeah. then came back. No, you, you had
0: know? to be the, the 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 comic that you… You had to try and become the comic that you are today in order to give more to the comics that are at home, I feel. Mm, Like, with something like the the festival yeah. you know, that you've actually brought us and it was the first time I've ever been to India actually yeah. that festival and it was like a it's a breath of fresh air it's it's the, and, and I've got to know the traffic and I got to know that the use of the horn is actually friendly yeah it is. You know, yeah, like, yeah I didn't know it's the only the, India is the only place I was like oh they use the horn to just tell you I'm
2: there yeah mm. we both exist yeah, no, yeah that's yeah. all like, over here it's like fuck you you know but in India it's not don't lie so, Singaporeans don't say fuck you right? they don't say yeah. <laughs> they just, just feel it very they, re- yeah, yeah, <laughs> they just
0: feel it and then they write it in the email you know yeah. Um, yeah and then the first time I had Briani in India that's where I realized that we've been cheated all our lives really yeah Dude, I in- remember
2: you and uh, we did the show at Sapphire where it was every different genre of comedy do you remember that like yeah. there was there was sketch and there was music yeah. and there was something else and uh, I remember you did stand up and yeah. somebody somebody who else was there from Singapore
4: Jinx was there. Jinx, Jinx, Jinx was, there. was there. Cheryl and the, I were there. The late there. Jonathan was there. Jonathan the late was Jonathan
2: there. was there. Yeah, Like, I remember that show. Very, very clearly because yeah, I remember not doing stand up, I just did music at that show, uh, yeah, jingle bells, yeah, yeah, jingle like bells. <laughs> so, <laughs> I remember just doing that. Uh, yeah. it was a great show, man, yeah,
0: yeah. It was because everybody only got three minutes and you had that countdown at the end. And you they, and they were like, you know, I don't care if your joke is done or not, you better get the fuck out. Yeah. It's yeah. been three minutes. Oh,
4: no, that's you're talking about the finale. The, the finale show yeah, that was uh, oh, that's the
2: finale
0: show. That
4: was yeah. 40
2: comics, three minutes each or something
4: at like. the Taj Lens and at the
2: Lens and Lawns, yeah, those, man, wow.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, like, do, do you ever like feel like home is still where it's at? Like when, you, when you're doing your thing or like when you're… Because there are so many Indian audiences that you've captured
2: around the world. Pretty much everywhere you go kind of feels like home, you know? I I think like for India, I'll say uh, we're living in the golden age of Hindi stand-up comedy. Mm. Right. Really right. the golden age. It's amazing. It's never been better, you know? Mm. For, a, for a while, there was… Uh, a division where English comedy was kind of pushing edgier content and Hindi comedy was safer content. Mm. And I think it's flipped now. Hindi comedy is more nuanced, more edgy, pushing the envelope more, saying more, Mm. and far more poetic than English stand-up comedy Mm -hmm. in India. Like, people like Azakir or, you know, Mm. younger Mm. comics as well in Hindi are amazing. And they capture the largest audience in the world. Okay. So, Hindi stand-up comedy has the largest audience in the world for any stand-up comedy. Wow. So, that's that. But,
1: I think now But also If it's a native language It is bound to be just more nuanced, more in-depth yeah. mm. and more poetic. And it right? is a better language. Yeah. It
2: is a better language for humor. I right. believe that. Right. Hum- because uh,
1: that happens in Malaysia with Malay stand-up. That yes. happens in the Philippines with Tagalog stand-up. It's mm. just better. I don't understand mm. it yeah. but when I'm in the room, I feel it. It's better. It's yeah. just yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. better. When you speak you their know? native tongue, you speak to their hearts. Yeah. okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, you, like, so
4: I know Faz, you, you, you have been thinking about doing a Malay stand-up mm. hour, right? Yeah, I just
0: haven't found the right angle to go through it because mm. like Malay stand the, the, the thing about the Malay language is, is very similar to Indonesian language yeah. right and um, I think the idea of like irony and sarcasm still needs to be outwardly explained mm. you know as, as opposed to like the feeling being just present in the language which oh. is what I want to ask you now when you do Hindi stand up as well, right? No, I don't. You no, don't. I, I act in Hindi, but I don't do stand up. Okay. Mm. So when when you're in a country where I don't know if you're familiar with this being familiar, but like in in, in Malaysia, a conservative party won majority votes. Uh, <laughs> no,
2: yeah. no, I wouldn't know what that's like. <laughs> yeah, at all, you man. don't know what that's like. <laughs> 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 very alien. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know. You know, you know <laughs> yeah. And they
0: try and mix religion with the state. I don't know if you're familiar no, with man. that too. Very alien. Very alien concept yeah. for you. Yeah. So so we see a cultural shift. You know, in a predominantly conservative uh, um, society. You know, and, and when I say predominantly conservative, is the people that are outwardly speaking out, you yeah. know, um, in, in, in Malaysia. And this is because a movie that uh, promotes uh, a lot of nationalism and Malay pride mm. gets the biggest box office. Means that's the sentiment of what everyone is. And when you bring stand-up to the picture… Mm-hmm being something that's very punk, you know, as we've we've mentioned and something that goes against the grain and presents ideas that might not be culturally accepted. Yeah. Right? How do you maneuver that without getting just buried by these people?
2: When I figure it out, I'll let you know. Uh, uh, No, I think… How do I put it? Uh, I was telling somebody else this. Uh, the, you know, governments come and go. You know what I yeah. mean? Like b- before this government, I did 10 years of jokes about the last government. That's just, our yeah. job is to be anti-establishment mm-hmm. yeah. and equal opportunity anti-establishment irrespective of what the establishment is. That is our job, mm. right? Um, In terms of, if you worry about somebody else's ability to take a joke, you will crack zero jokes. Mm. That's just, you know, uh, irrespective of which line of the politic they fall on, etc, etc. You just kind of got to do it and see what happens, you know. Yeah. Uh, But the more and more I've seen, you know, at least with, uh, you know, it is self-aggrandizing to be like, stand up is speaking up. You know what I mean? Like my, my most annoying thing is when like journalists are like you know comedians speak truth to power and I'm like fucker that's cause you can't speak truth to power you know what I mean (laughs) like uh you know, uh when journalists are like, what about freedom of speech? I'm like, fuck up, but that's because you don't have freedom of yeah. speech. You mm, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Don't lay your job at my feet. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. my job is no truth to power, no freedom. It's just to make people laugh. Yeah. Yep, yeah. The comedians care more about the laugh than they do about any issue. Oh, yeah. Mm. Any we'll do whatever it takes. Yeah. Tomorrow with everybody's laughing at like uh, bunnies that do judo. That's what we're fucking writing writing about. You know, bunnies, we will abandon (laughs) politics and religion and everything. Judo bunnies, yeah. But to me, the the only way I sense it is like, I was telling my sister this today. uh, You know the most annoying sound an audience can make? Yeah. Uh, and off. I don't know, it is the. Oh. Yes. Ah. Uh, fuck it. Oh my God, that gets oh. under my like You know, when, yeah. when you do a joke and they're like, oh. No, do no That really. means yeah. the audacity of being able to laugh at something that is said in the open mm. has been some way been. Uh, yeah, suppressed. You know, yeah, suppressed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. That's dangerous to me. Mm. Yeah,
4: that is annoying Yeah, yeah, yeah. That does, does that happen in Singapore audiences? You guys feel? do? But sometimes I feel like the crowd sometimes also goes, oh.
1: Mm. As part of the act, meaning when a audit, when a comic goes up on stage, intentionally saying something offensive, mm-hmm. but ironically, sometimes the crowd gets it and then they go o oh, together, and that's a moment. Mm. If that makes right. sense,
0: right, right, right. If like, the like, o has to be followed by an applause, uh, you know, if the o
1: yeah. is just oh, I don't know why you I, said that. I don't that. think it's ever followed by an applause, right? But it's also it's, it's mm-hmm. up to the comic to right to identify what kind of o that is. Yeah, And then yeah, carry exactly. the energy yeah. forward yeah, Bring them on Fair.
0: that journey yeah.
4: with you Right what
1: that?
0: Can yeah. I ask you Like since you're doing uh, Two shows in Singapore And they're mm-hmm. sold out And you know I think you have family here In Singapore yeah. as well I think it's been uh, Singapore's struggle Most of the time You know To find our identity And I think From a foreigner's uh, lens You can maybe tell In a more specific manner What you think Singapore is And, and what you see Singapore is uh, com- Coming from someone That's outside of here So what do you What do you see Singapore <laughs> Like, like what, 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 what do you think Is uniquely us like, I- like, <laughs> I, used to, I, used
2: to, I used to think Singapore, uh, like the, the underbelly of Singapore underbelly. And, and the facade of Singapore yeah. used to have like a garden between them. You know what I mean? Like a forest between them. They yeah. couldn't hmm. have been further apart. Yeah. And then every time I come to Singapore, like the underbelly and the facade seem to, uh, and the front face seem to be closer and closer. Wow. To like, you know, like I found more subculture in Singapore. Every time I've come back, I found more jazz clubs i found right. more poetry i found more just sort of edgy arts every time i've come back so like okay. I used always think of Singapore as a place where the front face has zero connection with the with the underbelly.
1: Mm. Uh, I, I agree, but I, I also feel like it's not that we are coming closer. Right, if it feels like the underbelly is rising up over COVID. A lot mm. of these younger people, they are just braver to do more things, right? Mm. Like mm. as a kid, you wouldn't think like, oh, I can I know, start a business selling thrifted clothes. Mm-hmm. But kids nowadays, mm. they will just do it, and you see more events happening in Singapore. You see more pop ups, just mm. interesting, creative things that I haven't. I've never experienced like growing up. It's just coming out now. But also, yeah. this
2: is a generation that is so comfortable talking about discomfort. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've never... It's terrifying. Really? you, know, you it feel really is, that? Because they're like, uh, yeah, well, I'm anxious today. Yeah, anxious. You know, uh, yeah. they wear their mental health on their sleeve. Yep. Yeah. They're not defined by work at all. Yeah. They think the fact that you're defined by work is the most passe hacky thing in yeah. the fucking world. <laughs> you know, uh, they talk about their medical consumption. They've... Yeah. Uh, they've been exposed to more information and more feedback, then we were by the time we were 25 or 30 yeah. years old. Yeah, a 13-year-old has taken in more feedback than we had in our first 30 years.
0: Quantifiable <laughs> value.
2: Yeah, yeah. They're, 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 they're,
0: well, what do
1: you mean when you say quantifiable value? First? Just
0: quantifiable <laughs> value online. Like, you know, yeah. like like, 300 followers, how many followers you got? Just quantifiable.
2: Dude, um, when you were popular. 16, could you measure how much people liked you? There was no way to fucking no. do yeah. that, right? Yeah. The, yeah. A 16-year-old today can measure how much people like or don't like. More. Yeah,
4: yes. you, you know, know. So that's interesting when you say they, they talk about this I, yeah. my experience with you know the Gen Z is that what we were calling all these folks yes right? Rishi yes Rishi yeah those are the cuts. Yes, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah no more folks Sorry, with here, bro. <laughs> they, they, I mean they don't talk right they would text you that like uh, I find the young uh, people who are you know interns we've had and all that what they hmm. do is that they, they refuse to pick up the phone and call somebody because they're anxious or what it they'd is. rather text yeah. or they'd rather email or what I'm like just pick up the the phone and, oh, wow. and make that conversation. They're like. this feels mm-hmm. like a dad complaining No, he won't
0: call me. Like, I, I hope uh, this. This is a perfect time to tell you that uh, he's down to his fourth intern. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> a bunch
4: of them quit, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. He was what? like, "My intern quit. I wonder why." Right. one
4: of them became a doctor. Forcing them to talk on the phone. <laughs> yeah, you keep on trying to call them
0: all the time. They're
4: like, "I'm
2: the in the phone. same yeah. room
4: as you. Why do I
2: have to call you? I'm sitting right here." Pick up your phone now. But do you
0: yeah. do you see like what what do you see when like in Singapore is it like a mixture of things that is like unique to you or is is the mixture unique to you or is there a certain kind of face that you feel like that you have mentioned that the face doesn't reflect the underbelly? is the face the face of perfection
2: or no I, I don't think Singapore, like if I had to pick a a clinically perfect city in the world I, I would say it's Dubai you know then, okay. then that would be okay. in Dubai every tree is equidistant from each other you know oh. and, and it's it feels very much hmm. like a kid set up Legoland you know what I mean like hmm. like, like yeah, a kid's
4: yeah. play set it's so like Singapore on steroids a little bit right? is like, it, like, is it? Like no it's like
2: Singapore if we were Muslim
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I, I don't know like I, like I said, I I used to always (laughs) kind of shit on Singapore Mm. uh, in terms of soul and edge and then the more and more I come here I find it more and more you know so I kind of who are you going around with I don't know that has
0: soul and edge other than us I don't
2: yeah you don't find it your family lives here your family lives here so I'm sure they will bring you to I mean I I have two nephews right and Mm, my nephews are playing in like a jazz band Ah, you know like one's a drummer in a jazz band one's a
1: guitarist in a jazz band right
2: okay okay yeah so you know it's right. Right. So you've
1: probably been to more cool places in Singapore than my parents. Yeah. You know, because my parents probably live, I would think that they still live on that facade, right? They don't know about the things that are mm-hmm. happening in Singapore. Because right. my parents' head is just going to work and going home. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. how they are. Yeah.
2: But yeah. I I don't think you can live in a city that is as metropolitan and international as Singapore without some imprinting on the local culture, right? Well, you if you live
1: in like the heartlands. And you yeah. work near the highlands. You just you're you're in between that. You don't even go to the city.
2: It really depends where your sister lives,
0: man. It really
1: depends on where. where <laughs> no, your but I, like the point I'm making is that, okay. I live in
2: Goa in India. Okay. I don't mm. live in Mumbai anymore, right? Okay. I go back and forth. So mm. Goa is a little beach town, but Goa right. is like Brits and and Aussies and uh, is it the party place in? in yeah, it's kind of like a beach town, you know. Okay. So it's okay. it's a party, but uh, Portuguese people and Europeans and Russians yeah. and they've all been coming there for six months a year for many many years now, right? Right. right. So. The average uh, delivery boy mm. in Goa or the average uh, waiter in Goa or the average shopkeeper in Goa mm. has been exposed to more people in the world mm. uh, than the average delivery boy or waiter or shopkeeper anywhere else in India. Mm, right. And you can see that. Mm. That he's had a conversation with 20 Russians last month mm. yeah. and 30 British people last month. So he's learned some shit about the world. Yeah. You know, yeah, so yeah. I think Singapore, it will imprint at some level. You know, it has to.
0: Yeah, it's a very big clubbing scene here, man. If you're into that, you know. No, all, <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm I'm 43 and I have
4: acid reflux, man. Like I can't.
2: I'm not clubbing. No chance.
4: You want yeah. We can hook you up with a good medical checkup if you need. Yeah. Sure oh enough. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Medical here is. My sister said that she's like, you here? Full body checkup? Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, let's what? do it, man. Yeah. Now,
4: uh, do you see yourself ever living in a
2: country like Singapore? no I wanna. I, I kind of know where I wanna wind up. I think uh, mm. for me, it's Scotland. Needs flavor in its flavor, in his food. Yeah, I wanna retire in. Wow. Edinburgh. Like when I'm. Sixty-five, like fucking one cottage, some sheep, like a dog, fucking write yeah. about the world for three months a year and then tour the world for nine months a year. Wow. See, that'll be my yeah, it sounds that is incredible. the dream.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, you
2: are there like a like it's far away farm, you know, just you. And like the I family. mean, Goa's kind of like that for me as well. Like I realized I needed to get out of Mumbai to write about Mumbai. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, right. You can't write from the inside out.
0: Yeah. So what wow. did, as you know, as the train keeps on moving, right? What, what 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 fuels it? You know, like at some point, do you ever feel like you know it's 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 going too fast? I gotta lay back, I gotta stop, or is it like I gotta get more? I gotta get
2: more. You know, at, at, no, I just want to get really good, man. That's it. Right. That's right. The uh, the pandemic really cleared up my head. Where well, I was like, just like I'm like, I need to go where the good guys are, mm-hmm. and I need to challenge myself, and I need to get really, really good at this. Do people know who you were there? At, like people, like at, uh, at the cellar or whatever, you know. Like, uh, yeah, uh, New York, yeah. Not initially. like I. So, you know, you get passed at a comedy club, right? So, yeah. uh, at the cellar, two comics have to recommend you to the booker. Mm-hmm. And you give an audition, right? So, mm-hmm. I gave an audition uh, a year and a half ago. Right. You was know?
4: it with a live audience? Yeah.
2: So, right. it was like a three-minute audition. Then they were like, "We'll send us your veils. We'll send you yeah, spots, yeah, right? Yeah. And then, uh, I think the Two Indias thing happened the week that I got passed. So then all of a sudden, all these brown people were showing up to the comedy cellar, like, we're with you, man. <laughs> you know? and, all, and I'm only doing like 10 minutes, you know, and all the Americans <laughs> are like, it's a little brown here tonight. <laughs> like, there's a lot of, is there a deal on or something? <laughs> you know, like, so, you know, so, what's going on? And yeah. um, that's when I was, you know, but what I love about the cellar or the other clubs that I work yeah. or like Top Secret in London or, you know, is there are 30 year comics. Mm-hmm. At these whose names you don't know, you know right. who, are, who aren't famous yet, yeah. but who are fucking assassins. Who are yeah. tough
0: to follow, yeah, yeah. you yeah. know.
2: And uh, is the
0: Will guy still hosting there? His guy's so good.
2: Will Sylvans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's okay. still hosting. Yeah. yeah, he's so good. He's so good. But I'm top saying top level crowd work. They're a tough follow, irrespective of your level of fame or experience or all of that. Yeah. Stuff. So it's good to put yourself through that. So to me, like last year before the pandemic and what made me do ten on ten, I was just like. I'm going to give myself 10 years to get really good at this. I'm right. I'm 15 years in. Yeah. Every great comic we love right now is yeah. 30 years in. That's like the yeah. that's the magic spot for, you know, yeah. this thing. So, I'm giving myself 10 years to just get really good, man. The
0: crazy thing about seller is sometimes you see these um international superstars pop in and don't then do, they do well, they, man. they some of them do well, some yeah. of them don't. But yeah. like when when they do a killer 30 and you think like, all right, you have to close the night. Right? And they don't. (laughs) There's still more show. Mm -hmm. There's still more show. Some nobody comes in after that and just resets the room. And murders. Yeah. So like, that's a skill that you really have to learn because over here, we're always like, personally in a lot of shows that you're very afraid to follow some people. You know? like Like… For example, like if Rishi's on, sometimes I get nervous. I'm like, man, he's doing too many of these jokes, man. do some of that Malaysian for me, bro. That's
2: the healthiest thing in the world though, yeah. right? Yeah, like, yeah. That, that fear in the pit of your stomach where it's just like, oh shit. I'm going to put <laughs> my closing bit first so that I can open strong. You yeah, like, yeah, when you're doing all that shit in your head, that's great. You don't oh, want to get
4: complacent, right?
0: No, because I mean, I'm seeing Rishi, I'm like, man, fuck all this structured shit. You know, <laughs> it's
2: out there.
4: you can ask a question and this is something that Fuzz and I have talked about very Mm -hmm. recently when we were working on our hours for the past the the return hours post-COVID right do you ever feel at any point that you spend too much time on stage so much so that it becomes difficult to assimilate into normal society
2: oh for sure like I'm I'm in every room thinking what the joke is eventually Uh, I don't think I don't think comedians are supposed to exist in normal society. Yeah, uh, You know, like I, I don't think that uh, where God takes, he gives, right? So if yeah. he gives you a stage, he'll take normal life from you.
1: Yeah. i tell you know, what
4: Fuzz said that was so profound. Oh, that wow. They, okay. okay. It's not choose. the cards that you're deaf. No. Uh, it's, it's how you play <laughs> them. Um, that was Rishi Badrani. Yeah. <laughs> Fuzz said, Rishi, do you ever feel like sometimes you, because you, you spend so much time trying to be comfortable with your act on stage, that you get to a point where the act only starts when you get off stage. With normal people, remember that conversation. Oh uh, yeah, it was like
0: most like the stage, like that's the real that's you. That's the real you. And then when you come off stage, then now you got to put up some. Yeah. Yeah,
4: but dude, like also, it's
2: it's a great coping mechanism, right? Like in the, I mean, without getting into too many specifics, yeah, right? Yeah, uh, This year has been a very tough year for me yeah. and my family, right? We've gone yeah. through some shit, yeah. This year, right. Yeah. And at the peak of it, when you're sitting there going, okay, I'm the number one trend in a country. I'm on every news bulletin tonight. I have this many cases against me. There is some solace to be found in thinking, yeah, but like, eventually, this will be five good minutes of stand. (laughs) Eventually... I will be able to write jokes about this. Yeah, yeah. You know that yeah. that there's power in that, man. You mm. can't underestimate the power mm. in that. You know, like the, uh, the when the two Indians thing happened, a comic at the cellar came over to me, and you know, we won all these news channels, etc. Yeah. And I just felt guilty for the most part. Like, you know, I wasn't angry. I was, I right. just, I was just like, feel bad. Like, I feel like if you ever feel like you let people down, you feel bad. Yeah, yeah, you know. So yeah. I was just feeling that. And proper New York comic, he sits down. No, he's like. You know what really sucks? So I'm like, what? He's like, they're calling you a poet. Like,
3: yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like,
2: yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, that's where the funny is. You know, I'm, I'm glad somebody found it for me. Yeah, 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 You know, so there's power in that,
0: man. Yeah, I mean, every time I think that I'm going to get into some kind of trouble and like, you know, Malaysia's going to ban me or something, I just have to look at the comics in India. There a lot of them have to like go into hiding. Mm. Mobs go after them. There was a… there was a, I forgot which… Which, um, I think it was Rahul or something. He pissed off a bunch of DJs.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a mob of DJs came after wow. him. Yeah, but dude, like, what, I, what I'll say to that is, that's our equivalent of the American online cancel culture of somebody else's, you know, uh, somebody right. else's woke movement. Like, We're just now in this feedback loop. Mm-hmm. You know, where uh, this is where we live
3: mm-hmm.
2: now. And Indian comics, like, yeah, we call each other. We're like, you okay? Yeah. You're turning your phone on for three weeks? Uh, off for three weeks? Yeah. Okay, I'll see you in three weeks. Bye. Uh, like, we just, like, we talk about this stuff like it's COVID. Right. You know what I mean? Right, but like, right. eventually, we're all going to catch it at some point. You're all oh, going to have your uh, your moment in the sun. Yeah. And then you you deal with it and you'll be okay in three weeks.
0: How many years of stand-up in India before it came to this mature point
2: of, 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 of uh, the scene? I think we're still grappling with it, man. Also, Yeah. yeah but I also think… The more politically volatile uh, the world is, and, and everywhere in the world, mostly we've just seen volatile politics in the last yeah. four or five years. Mm. Yeah. Reactions to comedy will always be volatile in situations yeah. like that. So in the Trump era, reactions to comedy were very volatile in America. Mm-hmm. We have an election coming up, so there will be volatile reactions to mm. stand up as well. Mm. But these things also come and go, man. Trump does give some confidence to comics, though. Like, he just says it. Yeah, but dude, like, it was exhausting because you just felt like yeah. fucking everything was on fire
1: all yeah. the time. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah. just
2: felt like you were living in a burning building.
1: <laughs> yeah. You yeah. yeah. Like, because you would not be able to write anything funnier than the things that he was going to just say out. Yeah. Like, for and real. And a Trump joke you you know became I mean? the most passe thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Like, in so India right now, yeah.
2: nobody's doing jokes about politicians. Nobody. Mm. Not yeah. one comic. Myself included. There's no novelty in it. Mm. Which is like, no...
1: Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, because everybody's talking about it, and there's too much. Uh, there's fatigue. Yeah, yeah, it's fatigue. It's fatigue. Yeah, like in Singapore, we have the lack of that. Next yeah. year is our
1: election, so we'll see yeah, what happens yeah, next yeah, year. Yeah. Right? Singapore, we have a lack of that. We don't really talk about our politicians here, like politicians Yeah, because people on the streets uh, don't really know that much about politics. So mm-hmm. I find mm-hmm. that at least when I was first starting out, when I want to talk about politics or the news, mm-hmm. most times eighty percent of the crowd doesn't know the topics because they they're just not informed. They don't mm-hmm. care about what's happening in this country. A lot of they care more about
4: Netflix. Apathy in the in the youth in this country, unfortunately. Yeah. And
1: but it's also,
2: I mean, I I think like political comedy a Comedy either comes from two places, right? Yeah. Either it comes from like an official format that is dedicated towards political comedy. So like mm-hmm. Trevor Noah right. or you know, yeah. but you know that that's what you're going for. Yeah. But a lot of the times when I see it come with comics, it's because like maybe as you get older, you don't get Better, funnier, whatever. But just who you are, uh, your conscience or what you're thinking about yes. every day, you're able right. to access it easier and it comes onto the page easier. Yep. Mm. You know? And just the older you get, the more you think about politics. Definitely. That's just, you know, 40-year-olds yeah. think about politics more than 20-year-olds think about politics. Of course. So of course. if you live in a society that is so secure that you don't have to think about politics, it's just taken care of by somebody else, yeah. it's not going to feature in your stand-up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it's when your politics directly affects your life, it will feature in your stand-up. Yeah, yeah and I think the, the average
0: 20-year-old in India has a lot to say about politics uh, most of for the sure. time. With the yeah.
2: largest democracy in the world, what say what you will, mm-hmm. uh, upheavals, this and that, we function. we a functioning <laughs> democracy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. For yeah, yeah. 1.3 billion people, my friend, that's no joke. Is it mm. 1.3 or 1.5?
0: Whatever,
2: whatever. whatever yeah, that, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no joke, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Running yeah, 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 yeah. that many yeah. people. It is, is Rishi Indian enough?
0: This is what I want to know. I think so. Yeah. Because no. really, I, the reason I'm asking this is yeah. because the weird ass pajama festival yeah. was the first time that I've, I I went to India and saw you and Sharu perform, and I'm thinking to myself, yeah, they're not Indian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're one of us. Yes. Amongst the Yeah, Singaporeans. Like, He's one of me. Yeah. He's not one of them. <laughs> yeah, but is it a lot of trouble? Like, for example, if I go to Malaysia,
2: yeah. It's not that much adapting because I kind of spent a lot of years growing up there, dude. When you're born somewhere else, it doesn't matter. When you become successful, you become Indian. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so again, Dev Patel, Indian. Uh, no, no, no. Right. he's successful now, right? Yeah. Right, 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 like, right, Hasan right, right. Minhaj, Indian. Hasan um, Minhaj, oh, so Indian. All yeah. Indian. Aziz Ansari, Indian. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Rishi, Indian. <laughs> okay, 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 definitely. No? I don't
4: know, man. Like my I just discovered my roots actually because I'm Sindhi and Pakistan, yeah. man.
1: So Whoa. Wow.
4: Pakistani? Oh wow. wow. Oh, oh, look at okay. okay. how oh, he cocked back his <laughs> head. He's like, wait, hold on, hold on, wait a minute. Free partition Pakistani. Wow. Which is what mm. a lot of Sindhi people are. Yeah. Okay. True. I mean Are there you know. places
0: in the world that you have you haven't performed that you really want to
2: though? Uh Pakistan. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. I would love to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh I haven't done like, uh, I haven't done Japan. Right. I haven't Mm. done China. I haven't done like Vietnam, Cambodia. Um, And then I haven't done South America. That's the only continent I haven't performed in South America. Right. Right, So I want to kind of do that. Mm. Everywhere else I've kind of, I've gone Iceland areas. I've done all Mm. the Norwegian countries. Mm. But like South America, I've never performed anywhere. Mm. I mean, I used to do like Brazil or… Peru or something like that. Right, 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 nice.
0: right, right, right. Yeah, and I think, I, mean, I want to say there's a lot of Indians there, but then that's
2: not really the focus, like, because, you know… I think, it, I mean, now, Netflix helps with that a little bit, mm. where, mm. you know, at least if I'm in the States, it's 60-40. Mm. So, 60% right. Indian, 40%, right. uh, you know, uh, local people. Did but, you get backlash for that, for for, for separating the crowd for uh, with, uh, for India? Info, uh, oh, because yeah, of yeah, the yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Did no, you get man, backlash for that? You did no. You
0: did Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. All right. I mean, they did that shit to us for four hundred years. <laughs> I, I can't do it for one
3: hour. <laughs>
2: really? One hour is too much for you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we really feel alienated at this yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the things are very similar, man. I think like with uh some some of the things that you 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 talk about on stage. Um, I think this this is not a topic that you talk a lot. Uh, you talk about on stage, but at one time there was a panel show in India, and you guys called that thing that you shower with a baldi. Baldi, yeah, a yeah, baldi, yeah, baldi. yeah, yeah. We call that shit the baldi too. Oh wow, yeah.
1: very similar, Sanskrit. Yeah, I, I mean know. this, right. but. That's your that's your one example, right? Mm-hmm. You were saying there's a lot of things that are in common. Can you tell me more? Roti.
2: That, uh, roti. <laughs> right? Roti.
1: Badi. Dunia. Huh?
2: Dunia. Uh,
0: Dunia,
4: yeah. Dunia is world also. Is mm-hmm. hey, Shukriya
2: do you have a word? Shukur. 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 Kursi. Kursi. Yeah,
4: yeah. Kursi. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, okay. So these no, are… No, we're talk- still talking about similarities in Malay and Hindi, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm just shooting out these examples. <laughs> Like She's dead.
2: like, you know, Pakistan and India are very similar.
4: Kind of Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> does it does it uh does it matter now though who's in the crowd for your live shows or yeah. is the show the show? Uh a really weird thing happened.
2: Mm. Uh on my first world tour, I, I kept trying to like, ooh, what's the local mm. thing? And then the more and more YouTube I think happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh it became more important to tell like an authentic story. Yeah. No matter where you were in the world. So, right. you know, Chappelle takes you to Ohio. I, I don't yeah. live in Ohio. And yeah. I mm. couldn't give two fucks about, you know, Ohio local culture. Mm. But because he takes me there, I I go. Yeah. So why can't I take you to Mumbai if mm. you're from Norway? Why not? Mm. Mm. You know? So I think every culture has like their own palatable version of Indians. Yeah. You know? There's palatable. a Canadian Indian version. There's we can't say that here.
0: We can't say palatable versions of
2: Indian. But I'm saying they, there's a but sitcom there was,
0: about them. It's, or there's
1: it's the ones that are in the room with ah. us. <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs>
2: no, but I think, you know, the, the, but there's always local representation at that level. Like a yeah. uh, yeah. uh, uh, Russell Peters or a Hasan Minaj mm. or, a, or a Rishi, where these are your local representations of the Indian community or Indian diaspora. Mm. So if you're coming in, you almost have to take them to a completely different place. Mm, it becomes yeah. your job.
4: Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah you
4: yeah. know, I no, I I know exactly what you mean because I feel like recently when I so I watched uh, Hasan Minaj's show in London. Mm. Yeah, mm. and he had uh, DC opening acts who who were good. Who's the dude? A uh, man Khan? like Mobin? Uh, Gus Khan. Ah, Gus Khan. Yeah. Oh. So Gus Khan comes out and does ten minutes of very local British jokes, about British politics, about, you know, the Desi aunties, the yeah. Indian aunties and the Pakistani aunties and all that. Mm. And it was okay, but when Hasan Minaj comes out and talks about the world yeah. and about America and about, you know, his issues and, you know, yeah. making it a bit more his story, yeah. you're still very much enamored by that, yeah. even though you are of the local British culture. And you see the crowd going like, oh, fuck, this is, this is it. This is what we're here to see, yeah. mm. you know. And
2: I think that's… Yeah, they want want to feel, taste, smell, hear something different. Like a different experience. And then also, if you… Because I'm from India. Mm. A lot of the people that I perform for, on that evening… It's my job to take them home. Mm. You know, some of them haven't been home in like 7 years or 10 years.
4: Do you feel that responsibility? I do, for for sure, man.
2: Uh, So… Let me, me give you a
4: taste of home, if you yeah. Miss but it so to me,
2: much, I represent yeah. modern India, and I'll take you home to modern India. Not yeah. your parents' 1975 version of India <laughs> that they left behind when they came to America. No, do you, today. Do you feel like uh, in yeah. your career as a comedian, you've checked most of the boxes that you set out to do? Oh hell no, man! I'm not even a base camp yet. Like <sighs> I'm uh, like there's I gotta get good at this first. Mm. You know, like Holy I'm have to There's a lot to do, and I don't measure wow. it in terms of like accolades yeah no no, like Madison Square Garden or Emmy like you know shit like that is not important like Mm. there are I haven't created my defining work yet you know I haven't uh, written my best joke yet I haven't uh, I don't have a Carlin-esque set yet that I feel will outlive me I I don't have uh, Mm. uh, a format of jokes that is uniquely mine like I'm still messing with the engine a little bit man this is just you messing with the engine yeah Mm -hmm. man for sure Wow!
4: So that is wow. the goal, though, right? To let your work outlive you. Oh, for sure. I yeah. guess for any comic, I mean, I, I personally think about that a lot. Like you know, yeah. you, once you're gone, you you're not remembered so much when you are. Yeah, there, and also right? it's when with, you're gone, whether you're
2: gone or not. Like once the comics that we that 30 years to 37 years mm-hmm. into stand up is just that golden just age. Everything you have. Clout, experience, wisdom, and chops and craft. And in that time, you have to create the. Because then by the time you're 60, 65, your brain is slowing down. You're not going to be as sharp. Like, yeah. I think sometimes Billy Colin, Connolly did this. He was like, I'm just not sharp enough to be a comic anymore. Mm. So I'm not doing it anymore. Mm. Uh, as opposed to you seeing me slow down visibly. Right. And I was like, fucking respect, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. respect. Yeah. Uh, but, but those was, years
1: that you mentioned, those are the years that you're going to live and die by. Right, That is where you make your le- legacy or you destroy your legacy. Yeah. So Something that Sumit told me, Sumit, the other oh, comic no, the comedian, absurd, Sumit yeah, Anand, yeah. who's telling me that actually, the best time to die as a comedian is right before you blow up. So people will always remember you as this guy with great potential. Right, but Whereas if you, go, if you go further mm. and then, I don't know, one of your specials suck, people are going to remember you by that.
0: Yeah. You know? mm. and but this, what Veer is saying is you can always suck but then it's still in the process of finding your voice.
2: Even though you've re- even though yeah. you've achieved that much, and also do like the, honestly, people don't remember you by anything. They'll remember <laughs> you by the last joke you told nine times out of ten. Yeah. Mm. What I love about this profession is uh, you could have the like you could have a special suck and then go on stage Friday night at a comedy club. And have the best joke in the world about your special suckings. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like there's, there ain't nothing that gives you more second chances than stand-up comedy. Mm. And it, there ain't nothing more democratic. On a given yep. night at the comedy cellar, if it's uh, Rock and Chappelle and somebody else, the kid mm. who just got past last week and is doing five minutes could kill harder. Yeah, mm. I love yeah. that about this job, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter how famous you are. No, yeah. Yeah.
0: famous is two minutes of grace time. yeah. yeah. Sometimes, if you're a funny, hungry young kid, you would really outdo the OG that will come on, you Damn know, man. yeah, yeah, that, that's trying to do it. Like, um, I think there was, there was a story about like, uh, what's this Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy, yeah, Eddie Richard Murphy Pryor. Up and uh, uh, Richard Pryor, so yeah. it was that kind of uh, you know, Richard Pryor was like, I think there's a new me here, but well, I'm not done being I me, I ain't yet. done being me, <laughs> <yet>. <laughs> yeah, done being me yet, that famous story, yeah. Anyway, uh, Mr. Veer, I think, um, having you as a guest today has really our heads as well, yeah, man. Hey man, it's not the cause
2: you're dealt. It's it is uh, not, it's not, it's not. It's when right. you decide to change the game, man. Sure. Yeah, yeah,
0: because
1: yeah.
2: yeah, life gives you those
0: cards, <laughs> you, guys you
1: know, are and it's really actually a little bit, but sure. So after this, we're gonna play basketball.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank, you yeah. <laughs> thank you very much. Yeah, thank you, thank thank you. you very, much. Thank very much, Thank you very much, thank you very much. Thanks it's, uh, for listening, guys. Really great having you here. So thank you very much, everybody. It's been the More Better podcast. with you. All right, see ya. Cheers. Moment, better, huh? better More better Let me play better More better, More better. More better. More better.